Good morning, everyone. It is Wednesday, September 14th, 2022. This is the Sipstack on Substack, read by myself, uh, author Ryan Cipriani. And I failed to clarify yesterday, I am doing something slightly different with how I am recording um, both the voiceover and podcast. I'm now doing them both at the same time. Um, so uh, the introduction was a little bit weird and wonky and off yesterday. Um, so if you are a listener, hopefully the sound quality has gone up, uh, <laughs> but also you may not realize I slightly changed up my methodology. Um, and so, uh, yeah, I just want to make sure that, uh, everybody who is listening, whether you're listening through Apple or Spotify, whether you're listening directly on Substack, the recordings that you now hear, uh, from either the voiceover version of the article or here on the podcast, um, it's now basically entirely synchronized. It's, it's all the same. It's all one recording. Um, I do it once now instead of twice, which is a lot easier this early in the morning. <laughs> uh, today's edition is entitled Things Every Self-Published Author Needs Part 2, ISBN, uh, and Lessons in Discipline from the East. Today I'm reflecting on how experiences, when viewed through the proper lens, prepare us for more than an individual event. If we are patient and careful observers, we can recognize how the occurrences of our life may not repeat, but certainly rhyme, and we'll find ourselves better prepared for future challenges. I'm feeling discouraged today, for a lot of reasons. I'm also realizing that the things that are discouraging me, uh, they rhyme like challenges I have faced in the past. And I also know that because I was able to overcome those challenges eventually, um, I can overcome the ones that are in front of me right now. It just takes time and effort, and some days are arguably easier than others. But the mountain can be scaled. For all of you out there, I hope that you are having a wonderfully free-flowing day and all your pursuits are making the kind of steady, encouraging progress you hope for. And if you're not having that kind of day, I'm there with you. It's okay. We will get there. Article 1. Five Things Every Self-Published Author Needs. ISBN Numbers. Now that you've secured your copyright and have all the legal claims over your work, the next thing you'll need before publication is an identifier. The most common, useful, and universally accepted is the ISBN number. A key takeaway here is an ISBN number is basically a registered code that contains a lot of information about your book. Why do you need an ISBN number? Tutorials will tell you this is how people find your book, but that's kind of opaque and misleading since other tutorials will say exactly the same thing about your metadata. That's another conversation. Critically, the ISBN number is how retailers find your book. Do you want your book to be able to be carried in bookstores or on library shelves? The way they order it for their stock is through the ISBN number. An ISBN number is basically a registered code that contains a lot of information about your book. For example, by searching the ISBN number of a publication, you can learn things like its list price, how many pages are in the book, what the cover of that printing looks like, and more. Genre information, plot summary, publisher imprint are all contained in an ISBN number. You can obtain a single ISBN or packs of them through Bowker. Um, for those of you listening, that's spelled B-O-W-K-E-R. Editorial note, I'm not a huge fan of Bowker's website. It can be a little difficult to navigate, and they push a lot of other services, some of which are far more useful than others. However, this is the only place for you to acquire an ISBN number. Kind of. Some publishing services like Kindle Direct Publishing or KDP and Ingram Spark will allow you to create an ISBN number if you publish through them. The trouble with this... Uh, I, 
quick note there, publish and print through them. Uh, the, the trouble with this is it locks you to their platform and it can make it difficult to distribute elsewhere. For maximum flexibility, you need to purchase a universal ISBN through Bowker. Um, <clears throat> I will say uh, again to the listeners, I struggled with uh, some of this ISBN madness in a series that I did for uh, migrating the book from KDP to Ingram Spark. And we talk a little bit more about the, the criticality of having the right ISBN number um, during, that, uh, during that series. I'm going to resurrect it here at some point so that um, I can kind of walk everybody through those, those challenges. Um, but I just want to reinforce having a universally accepted ISBN number through Bowker is absolutely the best way to get your book into the greatest number of publisher and print hands. One last note, why purchase a pack of ISBN numbers? Because you'll need one for each edition and printing type. If you want a paperback, a hardcover, and an ebook, each one will need its own individual ISBN number. Yes, really. I don't make the rules. I just teach them. Article 2. Eastern Lessons. Discipline. Now, we've spoken at length in the past about creating good writing habits and the importance of consistency. This mostly comes down to self-discipline, and writers and artists need to be disciplined in their craft. For the record, discipline always trumps brilliance or ability. Always. To this end, Lao Tzu wrote, The master fulfills their own obligations and corrects their own mistakes. They do what they need to do. As a writer, it is incumbent on you to write and further to learn from your writing and correct it where there is opportunity. Lots of people want to be writers or say that they are writers. What separates artists from strictly dreamers is artists put in the work. Sun Tzu's take is a bit more severe as can be expected, but no less meaningful. The consummate leader cultivates and strictly adheres to method and discipline. Thus, it is in their power to control success. This is probably one of the most salient summations of the point in philosophy. Success is largely a combination of preparation, time, and luck. And the more time you invest in something, the more likely you are to be lucky. That is the law of large numbers. Adhering to your writing craft, practicing it well, and being consistent and disciplined in a chaotic world will bring you success. Article 3. Really Long Books. The Iliad and the Odyssey. Now, today's entry in really long books that you should absolutely read is a bit of a cheat, if only because the length is variable based on the translation. However, I cannot recommend the Iliad and the Odyssey enough. Technically, they are two epic poems and not a novel, but Homer's seminal work tells the story of the Trojan War and one leader's desperate journey to return home thereafter. It is unquestionably one of the greatest stories of the bitter folly and drama of war, as well as essentially a blueprint on how to write the journey-focused stories. And especially the Odyssey is full of imaginative beasts and monsters that are all commentary on life's challenges and vices. Scylla and Charybdis were the original caught between a rock and a hard place, after all. I'm thinking of all you struggling writers, authors, poets, and artists out there today. My usual dauntless optimism is flagging a bit today, but that's temporary. All of this is. I won't even say that tomorrow is another day, because today still has its own bounty of opportunities to turn a different direction. So keep after it, everyone. We will see you tomorrow.